0: Welcome back, guys, to the AOT Chronicles. My name is Chad. Hey, I'm Ronnie. And today we're covering Attack on Titan, like we always do when we say we're covering the AOT Chronicles. Right. How are you doing today, Ronnie? I'm doing just dandy. How about yourself? Uh, splendid. Splendid. Whoa, okay. Yeah. I love that. Uh, what did you think about this episode? Before I talk about anything else, what were your thoughts? Well,
1: can you set up the, what episode are we covering? Put that right up here at the front. Oh, Come that's on, a do good Do a better point. job
0: of hosting. Episode 82, episode 82 of attack on titan season four final season part two sunset you more of a sunrise or sunset kind of guy sunset man it's hard for me to stay up i mean not stay up it's hard for me to get up on sunrises but it makes more sense it's also hard for me to stay up for a sunrise
1: yeah the sunsets are just you know the sunrise i feel like if you catch a sunrise there's a good chance you might have a better day yeah. You know, I feel like it could really set the tone for your day, but I'm like you don't catch a whole lot of them, but you just can't beat the scenery of a sunset, yeah.
0: you know. You can't. You can't. And I will say this though, at the beach, I occasionally get up um, with my mom mm-hmm. and my, you know, my family that's there. We take a little stroll sometimes at 5 a.m., whatever time the sun rises, and we see it from the ocean point of view, Yeah, and it is just gorgeous.
1: It's just something about the way that the sunset reflects off the pollution in the air that just uh, yeah. really creates a mood, yeah. and you know you're going to have a good night. It reflected off a lot of uh, dust, right? colossal pollution in this episode it did. as well. It sure did. It was just a lot of orange. Yeah. We didn't see a whole lot of other colors. It was just dust and orange, but... No, as far as what I thought of the episode, I thought it was nice. It was great to see Annie. I absolutely hate Flock. Keith Sadie's is ever whoa. That what? I've never heard you make that noise that you just made when I insulted Flock. Oh my
0: god!
1: Don't interrupt me though. I'm giving my thoughts, and Keith Sadie's is everything that's right in the world, and he's kind of the sunset and sunrise of my life. Okay. And Armin made me sad. But I get it. It's understandable given his
0: situation. Armin made you sad. Yeah, he made me sad. Flock, okay, so you don't like Flock and Armin made you sad. Sounds like you uh, took a lot from this episode. So what are your thoughts? Really had good... Well, they're general thoughts, so I'm telling you what I thought about the episode. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. What I liked about it is getting the behind the scenes to Annie and her father. I know, Like we had multiple times where she... Was just thinking back to her father in season one. Mm-hmm. I think only literally one episode, and I wanted to see more of it because I said I've always said from the beginning that guy does not have a nose like her or the same skin complexion. So how is he her dad? Right. We learned a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, because if there you are always studying genetics and how yes. those are, um, you know, followed up in children. Yes. So you I were am. on that from a long time ago. Really would have made you seem smart if you'd really put your theory out there, but you just said it in passing. Everyone forgot about uh, well, it. Well,
0: I think I put it out there. There's just, we've talked about it so much mm-hmm. that it, nobody go back and fact check me on that. And
1: point. to make sure that I'm good here, you were criticizing my thoughts of the episode, but your thoughts of the episode were contained to the first 12 minutes. Well, I don't want to spoil the second half because I've got a lot of good stuff to say about it. So. All right. Uh, Let's founder, hurry up and get through your future part. Future
0: founder Freedom Flock Forster, right? Let's um, hurry up and get through your okay. part so we can get to that. Awesome thoughts you had We're going to the recap though I'm bringing back Chaz's
1: recap of the day Well you said you were going to do it last week You didn't do it, I think everyone's forgotten about it No one cares nope. about it anymore because you're a
0: I, False sayer i will you're not only, a truth teller, you're a false sayer I will only sayer. do it when I feel an episode Is worthy of a recap well, We need to know how
1: we got here Do you? So you're trying to claim that two episodes ago You did not say you were going to do it for that episode Next week, which in turn was last week or Is but, that what yeah, you're claiming? Is I changed
0: that, my mind Okay. okay, so okay, so it's all just based on how it's, you feel. Yeah, it's all based on my mind at the time, and I feel like we need a reasonable recap of how we got in this situation, okay? So wait, pause. Are you saying that this recap's getting ready to encompass multiple episodes? No, it's just last episode. It's just how we are in the situation of the current state of affairs from last episode, Okay. I'm starting off in a bad mood.
1: Let's see if you can turn the table. Well, I've got it.
0: Can I make my request first? Oh, you have a request. I didn't know you had one. I just
1: remember how this went the first time. It won some people over. Others didn't have anything to say about it. Yeah. Keep the pace.
0: Keep fast. Keep the energy. Okay. Don't try and stutter over your words too much. Okay, this is going to be troubling, guys. I've wrote this down, and I have not reread it a single time, so let's see how this goes. Quick, clean, efficient. We know how I type, so... Okay, this is the recap of the previous episode of Attack on Titan, final season, part two, episode six, episode 87. Uh, season four. Thaw. Season four. Strap it on. Dr. Genocidal Galapagos speech again. Doesn't sound any more reasonable than the last time. Sad lad leaves Faze Gabby, then decides to take a nap during Dr. Gigi's rampage. Yes, Dr. Genocidal Galapagos' name works here because same age as when his father became a doctor. He will genocide you, and he looks exactly like a Galapagos. Could even be a doctor collusion to acquire more patients for more money since they will all get stomped on and everyone will get injured. Jean then copes with killing the world with Connie, decides to feed his crippled mother to a child. Our our squad decides to fight with deviant fluid drinking monsters. This is why Ronnie doesn't drink alcohol. He can turn into a monster. And then we get Faze Gabby Braun saves one of the... Sing. Didn't have to say that. Browse family. Children with a box jump barrel stuff. Questionable play style in Call of Duty. Verbal Spider-Man meme pointing with Chef Nicolo, Potato Girl's sister, and FaZe Gabby about being devils to each other. Barricades OST plays while Keith motherfucking Sadie's nuts aren't massive on this guy and you'll get a blade to the flippin' nape <laughs> slashes and dashes. He's not a bitch. He doesn't drink wine. Armin kills our favorite drunk Pixis. May you R.I.D. rest in drinks. Mixa is still a a sexy war goddess, that is all. Keith, Keith, Keith. Power slides. Future founder Flock Forrester survives with a grin of champions on his face. Gabby finds out Connie is into cannibalism. Being hard is officially canceled because of the Me Too movement created by Aaron. And Annie Leinhart, the queen of MMA herself, is choking in a vat of almond splooge juice outside of her crystal. End of recap.
1: All right, all right. And with the ending of that uh, segment, I'd like to jump into my new segment, which is called Ronnie Reviews Chaz's Recap. Okay, of the day? It's Too bad your name's not name c- uh, starts with an R, or else it would be the RRRR segment. Yeah. Um, I'm giving you, I'm saying a 83. Here's some things that I noticed. Here's some things that I liked. Here's some things that concerned okay. me. Right out of the gates, um, I believe somewhere in there you said that they were feeding uh Connie's crippled mother to a child. It's the other way around. <laughs> no, some of the highlights was uh Keith Say D's nuts. <laughs> really like that. And Pix's R.I.D. rest and drinks. Those were really good. I think everyone appreciated that. Okay. I love the segment. You know, you won me back over an eighty-three is healthy score. Healthy score. My only other uh, problem was I was seeing the audio levels on our recording thing. Very concerned that we okay. spiked the audio. Very okay. concerned, but you know we'll try and fix that in editing. Hopefully, uh, it doesn't blow anyone's
0: eardrums out. But thank you for bringing the energy. Oh, I brought it. It was well read too. It was. I think the only mishap I had was the uh, the Connie thing. Yeah, and you know a couple other you know little little minor things.
1: You regained your breath very quickly. As someone with asthma, I would have needed more time. Chaz charts rechart of last episode. And do you need a recharge after that recharge? Because we're getting into this episode a, now. Let me get a sip of water, and You're then I'm giving that in. sip. Once again, he's drinking. He is um, handing out packets because he's a substitute teacher at a uh, struggling county school. And
0: subs get paid well, and they don't do much. I'm thinking about becoming a sub. <sighs> do you not agree? <laughs> I can't. I honestly don't. Uh, I don't have a good feel for the substitutes. Uh, $150 a day, all you do is hand out packets and sit on $150
1: your $150 a day, but the work is not promised to you. So, I mean, as far as part-time gigs, it's just strong. Part-time. It's strong, but, you know, it's very, very nerve-wracking to
0: rely on it as your man- main income source. You get to look at some possibly 18-year-olds. All right, let's get into this Attack on Titan episode. Yikes, be careful. Episode 82, Sunset. We go to the aftermath of Aaron initiating the rumbling in the Trost District. Okay, I feel like we haven't been in the Trost District in a while. No. And we've got Hitch and other soldiers pulling out people from the, uh, the rubble while, you know, many, 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 many civilians have been killed. Shout out to the few military
1: police actually stepping up to the plate and finding some survivors yeah also I had forgotten about Hitch's season 4 glow up so it took me a second to even realize that this is who I was looking at she does she looks splendid she is a
0: QT yeah cool eye and also she's done this before you know who this I teared up you didn't see this Ronnie I was sitting across the room on Mm -hmm. the couch we had lovely Travis here Travis say hi to everybody thank you a little quiet um he had but some yeah. good points last episode though I thought. Yeah, he did. But uh you know, I feel like in season 1, she she did the same thing when Aaron and Annie had their little fight, she helped people, you know, try to get out of that rubble. Mm-hmm. And it's all because of Marlo. So what I'm trying to say here is a woman needs a good man in their life, and Marlo brought that to the table. So but she's doing the
1: same thing here now and Marlo that was, has kicked the bucket a few yeah. years back so who's But if the it wasn't now if it wasn't for him... Are you him, saying
0: Armin is the good man now, or are you saying that no. this is still because of Marlo? I'm t- talking about his dead soul looking o- looking over her you and know, correcting her. I just... I loved Marlo, and
1: I think she still thinks about Marlo from time to time, but I'm questioning the lasting impact for a guy that, you know, I don't think she's, they ever smooched. I don't think they ever held hands, what? so I'm just curious that... Four years later, he's the reason she keeps moving forward. I think I think that's a little irresponsible of you to say. I think Hitch You're has right. got
0: more of a story to her. <sighs> She's got more She's an independent woman who doesn't need no man to define her. I could see she, her getting a lot more things inside of her, if you know what I
1: mean. I don't. Please keep moving forward, and by God, be careful.
0: So everyone is still terrified by this daydream that they had, and uh, we get even an injured lady start starting to blame it on Aaron saying, wow, this is all Aaron's fault. And she didn't say Dr. Genocide of Galapagos or Dr. Gigi. She said Aaron Yeager himself. So other civilians there, they start championing Aaron and saying it's a small price to pay for the ultimate goal. I feel and
1: like this, sh- I feel like this show grossly overestimates how many people sustain injuries that require them to receive head bandages to, um, cover up
0: wounds you're saying they use a lot of head bandaging
1: you know it's just like how many times have you been out in the world which you know you never necessarily been in a war zone but i feel like a lot of people suffer head trauma where they just wrap a bandage around the forehead and the back of the head and they're like all right get back out there you're good to go Wait,
0: you're saying that does happen or doesn't
1: I don't think I think this show oh. grossly overestimates, overestimates how, it. I oh, yeah. see what you're saying. How many times that happens yeah. cuz I feel like we see I mean, Flock, of course Armand's done it before. One of these guys in here has it. It's like if they've got head trauma such as that, they've probably got a concussion and these yeah. doctors need to get their fucking act together and keep them on bed rest for a while. Yeah, what is this? The NFL, they just keep sending yeah. them out after a concussion. But don't let them fall asleep. They could fall into a seizure yeah. and we don't want that. So maybe it is
0: best that they're just sending them back out. So
1: they. Well, don't I'm not fall so asleep. sure you should be back on your feet so quickly. Just to you know, if it's one thing, if you're getting shit done, but to just you know
0: have a debate about whether or not Aaron Yeager is a good guy—that's just. And more, we'll, we'll talk more about that later on. What are do you have any thoughts on if Aaron is a good or bad? Oh, guy? so
1: where you're gonna check my temperature once again on whether or not I've come around to your side, which is. Aaron's doing the best thing for
0: us right now? I I never said that. I said he had no other choice. I think Aaron... don't come back at me with, uh, there's always a choice.
1: (laughs) Well, I wouldn't say that, and I especially wouldn't say it that way.
0: I don't think Aaron is that great of a guy. Well, Yeah, but you could say that about everybody in here. I don't think that, you know... I don't think that Mika's is. You didn't ask me how I felt about the other people. You asked me how I thought, thought about Aaron. Okay. That's what I said. Please
1: respect my answer. All right, I
0: respect it. So the civilians keep arguing. Um, he said, This is a small price to pay for the ultimate goal. If he didn't do this, the whole world would come and slaughter us, anyways. Thank you, sir. Someone with common sense. They're all going to die from the outside people. They might as well die from Aaron. Yeah, exactly. Once again, he did not need to bring every single wall down. Civil war is coming, folks. Okay, it's coming, it's coming, and I, I would have to disagree with you there—that he does have to bring every wall down. Because, go ahead, flock. Why? We've got a lot of the world that we haven't seen. They're progressing rapidly. Mm -hmm. If they do their little bullshit plan, well, oh, we'll just send out a few titans, you know, kill some of the military bases. What happens when they come and bomb you, when they've got bombs? you got to go take them all out. Kill them all. So
1: we're concerned about the world um, showing up, even though there's only ever been one country who's actually shown up to our shores. And also, given your debate our whole world would explode because everyone's got bombs, so thank no, god there's no. not leaders like
0: Chad I'm sorry talk- I'm talking about their world, they don't have it yet but they are progressing rapidly to get bombs, and that's what I'm saying they, Aaron already killed all of those people in Liberia, including world leaders they're still mad at that so mm-hmm. him doing that's kind of like yeah, yeah. he's got no other choice mm-hmm. now
1: keep dying on this hill, I keep disagree moving
0: forward <clears throat> Yeah, you know, it's a small price Clear to pay Clear that bullshit out of your throat. It's a small price to pay if he kills billions of people outside of the walls for them to live. Small price. Then they say you can't win without sacrifice as they start Shinzo sasageoing and doing it repeatedly. And I this is the one thing I don't like. Erwin's not here to say it. Mm-hmm. He's not here to give a good old Shinzo sasageo. Yeah, this is
1: this is just a so, little
0: taste. It it's like, it's like so a dangerous. hand job. It's nice, yeah. but
1: you know what I really want?
0: Yeah, and that's a wet hand job with your mouth. And then Hitch realizes that this is probably bad, and we need to arm ourselves. Um, as she's talking to one of the other military police that she's probably slept with, and uh, that's when she starts she starts getting going for riot gear. I didn't even know they had riot gear, dude. That's pretty cool. And then mentioning that that was a little, I felt like a little Easter egg in the show. And uh, she then walks inside to see that there's, you know, a white, clear substance of footprints leading from outside of the basement where Annie was being kept. A white, clear substance? Is that what you said it was? Yeah, footsteps, white,
1: clear substance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that wrong? I mean, I, I guess it's right. I mean, it makes... Sure. It's wet, you know, so there's... It's wet, a white, yeah. clear
0: substance. It's got, like, the...
1: Yeah. Yeah, I won't I won't uh, argue with you on the opaqueness of the... Uh, okay.
0: The footprints. I just wanted to make sure I had it right. She then walks into a room to get Annie's sweaty hand over her mouth. Well, she falls for the old
1: white clear substance footprint switcheroo tricky.
0: Yes. That's what it's called, I believe. Okay.
1: It's one of the oldest in the book for sure. Hitch shouldn't have fallen for it. She kind of disappointed me here.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, I mean... It's I would have no, fell for it, too. Well, dude. yeah, you would have fallen
1: for it hook, line, and sinker. It's yeah. in a room, all right? You don't just fall. It's What do you do? It's a single room. It's a confined space. First, clear the room.
0: You got to clear it. You don't just follow the footprints blindly. Good point, but did you not see... You didn't see that the footprints led to the right when it went into the room. No, I did see that. That's and exactly Annie, my point. Annie, it looks like Annie dried herself off, which is a classic clever move. And then... Snuck around. Yeah, the I don't
1: believe she was wearing shoes, so it's like, how did she even do that? I don't know. I'd have to re
0: look. Was at she that. wearing shoes? I don't know. That's a Someone good get me a report on Annie's shoes. I think she was just wearing her skin around her feet. If I was, if I remember right. But yeah, now Annie's got a, the ring blade right at her throat. What kind of damage do you think she could actually do with that ring of hers I think she could do some damage. I don't know. I mean, it's just... She's she's going straight for the artery, okay? If there's one thing Annie knows, it's where the arteries are in the body of people.
1: I mean, at first you would think, like, obviously it's a ring, okay? She can spin it around, so she's going to have to really pin it down to be able to cut through the cartilage that is the skin. Or else it's just going to slide back. You ever have a ring pop... Yeah. And you, sometimes you, you're like going after it, and it. When you lift up your finger, it kind of slides down. You kind of have to do this little, you know, uh, reach with your mouth to get it back under mm-hmm. control. But also, she went through puberty in an ice cube. I'm concerned about whether or not she's ever going to get that ring off. Her phalanges might have expanded. And if that's the case, it actually is better. Um, Or it's more of a strong case that she might have been able to kill Hitch because that thing would have been stuck in place and it wouldn't have done the sliding
0: around like I was concerned about. Yeah, she might not have been able to kill her, but she could have done a little damage. She could have done some damage, but... But as she does that, Hitch then WWE throws her down over the shoulder because Annie has been down so badly and is just very tired and weak from finally getting out of that crystal slumber. And Hitch calls her a granny too, which I thought was pretty funny. Cause you know why? She's not a granny. She didn't even age in there. It looks like. I think she looks the exact same. There was no glow up for Annie. Try again. Because you're wrong. You're just wrong. I don't, dude. I think she's still fourteen or fifteen, oh, whatever wow. she was. I don't think she's older. Don't think she's older. So we can't, we can't say anything like about her because she's not of age. Oh, I will. She's hot. She still got that nose on her. She's of age, and she's hot. She's looking good.
1: Can't believe she didn't melt out of that ice cube. Woo!
0: So Annie's surprised that it's Hitch. She's like, oh, of all people, it's you. And then Hitch is like, all right, got to get you to the basement. This is a problem. She's like, are you the only person who works around yeah. here? But we find out that Annie has already cut herself and is ready to transform. Well, maybe... But she might not be able to, so she'll do. She'll put on an Irwin gamble, though, um, and go for it if need be.
1: I like how they're going back and forth here. You know, it seems like Annie's fooled Hitch. She gets the upper hand, but then Hitch does a pretty good job staying calm, cross-examining her, making Annie think about what she can truly do in this state that she's in. Happens two
0: or three times. I like these two together. They um, are. They're a cool bunch. And I liked them in season one at the end. When we got the a bunch, that...
1: that's incorrect. A bunch, I think, has to be more than two, and this is a couple.
0: Okay, yeah, they're, they're a cool crew. I, I agree. <sighs> then we go straight into the OP. All slide. I don't know if I like it, though. So after the OP, we've got Hitch being fully on board with Annie now and taking her to the horse stables. She tells her, if you really are just skipping town, I've got no reason to stop you. then says, at least I won't have to look at that lousy face anymore. As Annie says, well, I won't have to listen to your endless rants about lousy men either. And boom, I told you. She has been, you know she's been sleeping around. And Annie's had to hear it. No, she's uh, she's trying to date, but
1: there's, there's no difference between our two worlds. Good girls having run-ins with lousy men in Attack on Titan. Good girls having run-ins with lousy men in our world. I'm here, ladies. If you ever want to give a loving soul a chance to sweep off your feet,
0: try me out. And this is why I don't believe in love. You love somebody, they die. Oh, I'm just going to love somebody else. So fake. Oh, you deserve to be happy after your loved one dies? Oh, I thought you were in love. I thought love was meant for one person. Just called, yeah, just figured out love. Not real.
1: You run around as a champion for the weirdest characters.
0: Even, cool. Mar- even Marlo is in the world beyond being like, that guy's really fighting for me. He fought for me, I'll fight for him, okay? But I th- this is my instant thought when I heard that is, uh oh, Armin. Uh oh. I don't know what he's been saying to Annie. But he better have, you know, kept it in his pants and not said too much because we know that he was trying to touch her. We also know that it seems like he's got a little crush. So I don't, I know if a girl was slumbering in a coma and I had a crush on her, I would probably confess everything I wanted to do to her, which would be like, you know, live a happy life with her, have kids. And it'd be pretty embarrassing to find out she could hear it the whole time when I thought she couldn't.
1: I have no thoughts. You were moving your feet a lot. Uh, I was really focused on that. Are you comfortable? I'm I'm comfy. Okay. I was just worried for a second. I'm just getting antsy, man. You're wearing
0: PlayStation socks. So Annie says she was semi-conscious the whole time, saying that she felt like she was in a dream state for four years, but she could hear Hitch talking and Armin breathing very heavily. So she was consciously growing up the whole time. Interesting.
1: So this is my nightmare. Uh, We've talked about it in one of our many... um, properties before on the podcast chronicles network the first time i was encountered with the prospect of living in a coma or something like annie went through was when i watched the music video for metallica's hit single one One, and i've never really been the same since
0: yeah that's a terrifying one funny story about that i'll tell it real quick there's a part in the lyrics where it goes darkness imprisoning me you know that part I used to think that it said, doctors impersonating me, because in the music video when he's doing that, there's doctors around him, and he's tied up, he's got a bunch of bandages on him, so I used to sing that with my friends, and they would laugh at me, and I was just like, oh yeah, it's part of the joke, like I came up with that all on my own, but really I thought that's what it said. And your face turned so red, and it was so obvious that you didn't know that that was what it was. Doctors impersonating me to the guy that couldn't see and had no limbs. Great times.
1: Who would want to impersonate that guy?
0: But yeah, then she said other times it was just pure darkness, and I wasn't growing up. See, I don't think she said that. But Armin and Hitch talking made it to where she knew what was going on in the world, and now she's here, and she heard Aaron's voice. So I guess she got the whole spiel from Dr. Gigi himself, which is pretty concerning. I'd be pretty concerned if I were her, knowing that my father was not on the island. (laughs) but you got it coming you had it coming you should have left the damn island alone my friend this is payback (laughs) when
1: you read your notes
0: (laughs) oh my god so they ride off on the horse
1: (laughs) (laughs) what is this improv you're doing (laughs) improv to try to was, prove that a point. In, was that in your notes? Were you like, I got to take the time to type this out? So
0: no.
1: I I would
0: be worried. Should have left the island alone. I'm just trying to reemphasize my whole point of they're getting what's coming to them. Okay? <laughs> oh, gotcha. So they ride off. Annie's looking, you know, Annie looks real cute here because she looks so tired and you know, just so beat. Imagine just not moving your limbs for four mm-hmm. years straight. You, your body's got to feel really weird. I don't know if the, there's some like Titan juice in there that made it to where, because obviously you would have to learn how to walk again if you were in just a coma. I'm sure she's got some Titan science in there that made it to where she's still able to do this. But
1: I know a lot of people uh, kind of tune out what's going on in their ears when listening to a podcast. But there were also a lot of people who heard you say, "Yeah, Annie's really cute because of
0: how tired she looks." <laughs> be careful. So Annie gets a good look of all the dead bodies as Hitch tells her that this is what I've been doing my whole time as an MP. I've been cleaning up bodies for you and your buddy Aaron. She then asks her how it feels to see all these dead bodies and Annie just says killing people is something we were praised for and that we were taught that it was fine to do all of this. They brainwashed her to be the bad bitch that she is, okay? She is a bad bitch. Okay? All right, dude, quit yelling at me. Annie then says, saving the world didn't matter to her. None of it did. Which is, I like how we're kind of finally getting into the head of Annie. Because, I mean, you could obviously tell that that's how she thought a little bit. But, right. But it's like, I mean, she did end up caring like when Marco, obviously when she did that to Marco. I feel like this made her more human. Being on the island definitely made her more human than her dad or anyone else ever did. Well, yeah, made I mean, it didn't feel.
1: seem like she had a whole lot of relationships, and any relationship yeah. that she did have was overshadowed uh, by the fact that she was
0: had a main goal laid out in front of her yeah. back on Marley. Because even then, you see, it's interesting to see like Bert from the beginning. Well, it's never that interesting to see Bert. He was Bert, but we love him for it. <laughs> he seemed like he was a way more level headed and cared about people more than either of them did from the beginning. Even though he still went along with it, still did the plans, he had like more of a heart than I feel like any... Maybe Reiner did too, but I don't know. It's interesting to see. Obviously, when kids get fed this information, mm-hmm. they're going to react different. I feel like if I was a kid, I would I'd be a stone cold, cold killer. I'd kill everyone. I would have no feelings if I was taught that. Alright. Cool. And you would not have been a warrior because you're not very athletic. Yeah, You do have
1: the same build as a bird, so they might have been like, that guy would make a great colossal titan.
0: So we find out she was abandoned by her parents at birth. Her mother had an affair with an Eldian.
1: And I love that we're getting more and more evidence that a bunch of Marleyan secret kink is just bedding down with those devil bloods. Reiner's dad did it, Annie's mom did it, forbidden love is...
0: Hot, it is hot as we know, like the history. That if we look into the annals of history, we see that this happened a lot. There was always, like, just in any type of history, they forbidden hey, love happened
1: ever heard of Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, from the hit Taylor Swift song Love Story.
0: We find out that she was then okay, she was left as a baby in front of this mansion. <laughs>
1: That's Not where it's from, it's a very popular <laughs> story. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> was, well, Annie, was
0: Annie's mom like a very high up Marlion?
1: Why are you asking me like I would know?
0: Well, she, she <laughs> prefaced that with, Do you think? Do at you least. think? Do you think because she was left in front of a giant mansion? So it made me think for some reason that I shark, don't
1: think she was, I think it was,
0: or that's just with the drop off location. That's where babies. I, well, were she was off. left off at a gate, outside of a mansion.
1: <sighs> so then, if it was a, if it was just a mansion and not like that wasn't gates into Liberia, why did? How did? Uh, who? Who I mean, picked? It was Mister
0: Leonhardt yeah, who picked her up. So what? as we've seen, they can have. She said that he was there for the same reason she was, and we know that they can get like permits to go outside of the walls occasionally. So I don't know. I'd like to get a little bit more info on that, honestly, but I guess we're not going to because a bunch of titans are about to stomp about all of the area.
1: Maybe they'll take a look at the mansion and the layout of the city before before stopping
0: on it. But yeah, we realize that this isn't her birth dad, and that's why he looks so much that's different. Why he there. Looks a
1: little bit more foreign. God,
0: we then see that he was a ti- he was tiger. You guys wood-sing. should
1: see the charts that Chad had put together. Eye color. He, yep. He's been on this, you know, uh, adopted
0: parent thing for a long time for a bunch of different characters. It is extensive. Mm-hmm. We also see that he was pulling a Tiger Woods dad. And from the beginning, he was training her to be the best at what she does. And that was his hometown martial arts. Okay. You know, pretty selfish. Uh, it that- was
1: just nice to finally see a character who doesn't have a horrifying past. And by that, I mean, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> she was abused by her adopted father. I just want to give Annie
0: a hug. Yeah, well, do you call this abuse? Yeah, I do call it abuse, Chaz. Okay, well, I call it being a winner in life. Do you think Tiger Woods, now that he's a uh, quadrillionaire, one of the best golfer ever, do you think that's yeah. abuse? What is I watched the them?
1: same uh, documentary you did. I, I must have missed the part where uh, Tiger's dad was slapping him
0: across the face. You're right, he was doing it with golf clubs. He was doing it, he was Im- a... <laughs> There was definitely some abuse there, but, you know, I guess it is pretty selfish that he was doing this just for a better life for himself, because I guess this guy doesn't have any family whatsoever. Uh,
1: are, are you suggesting that it was uh, perhaps there was some ill intent befi- behind finding a little baby somewhere, and then thinking, I will raise this to be a murder angel
0: that will help me get a better life? He could have, you know what he could have done though? Could have killed it. Did he though? It was a bit toxic. He raised it. At least he didn't kill her as when she was a baby or leave her to die. At least. Day and night he would train her and beat her. I guess that sounds kind of bad now that I'm reading it out yeah, loud. Yeah, those are your notes. Her only value was to become a warrior. But when she got older and stronger, she then one day decided to just beat the dog shit out of him. And continuously kick him in the leg While he was down Which was just so fucking awesome to see She did it to where he would never walk straight again Which then makes sense Because we've seen this man (laughs) With a cane Walking around So keep in mind
1: The different forms of beating uh, Someone's walking patterns uh, Astray You can beat the brakes off someone Which we've discussed before That's horrifying Because then you can never stop Or you can uh, beat them to where They never walk straight So this guy has got to like, he has to pick his destination and turn himself about a 45 degree angle and then start his journey because that will eventually lead him (laughs) to the right direction. It's really weird if you're like, Hey, Mr. Ladhart, we're over here. And then he kind of turns to the side. You're like, Oh, dang, he's getting us the cold shoulder. Just wait 30 seconds. And he's there and you'll be like, Oh, what's up, man? I didn't think you were coming over this
0: way. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do to my son. I'm going to train him to be the ultimate gamer of our lifetime. And I'm, you know, I'm very good at games. He's, getting, he's then one day, I'm going to train him so hard. I'm going to make him, you know, just stay in front of the team. Well, he'll be in the metaverse, I guess, then. going to make him wear those goggles all day and night. And then one day, he's going to get so sick of it. He's like, you know what? get Hop in this virtual world, and then we're going to do, like, virtual boxing. And he is just going to beat the piss out of my avatar.
1: That's really foolish of you. The pro gaming community is way too competitive. There's too many spots trying to be taken. Everyone knows if you have a kid and you want to have them earn you a buck, you got to train them to be a professional football kicker, okay? Okay. It's one thing that you have to do, all right? And you're not
0: needed that much. It's the perfect way to do it. Or an OnlyFans star. Well, you didn't tell me we were having a girl. Mr. Leonhardt was then overjoyed with the ass-whooping that he received by his own daughter, which is kind of bitch, and... He said, N- You can now kill without a weapon, my child. So, mission accomplished. What
1: a. I mean, and Annie's badass, but I think this was a little presumptuous from Mr. Leonhardt. All she did was kick his shin out of place. And I mean, we saw this ah. episode. She She was relying on a ring
0: to try and kill Hitch, so she's still using weapons. Yeah, but she could have stomped on his neck and killed him right there. But she like, still you know had
1: what? his hand, she still had his hands to deal with. I would have liked to seen little Annie go uh, up to that point. Okay, I think sure. he would have used some hand deflections. I don't see how she could have killed I lo- him. I love
0: I love to see you take professional kicks to the shin and to the legs and see you you know defend that and get a fight back from that. You know oh, why? Because well, you I, wouldn't. Oh, guess okay? what?
1: You're right. I wouldn't. But if I was taking professional kicks to the shin, would I die? No. Which is my point all along. But you'd be
0: on the ground, and then you'd be begging for mercy. And then she'd come up and just smash you in the face. Your argument is flawed. Hitch then says, do I really have to hear your life story? Which is pretty just... Hitch, come on now. She's like, come
1: on, I've been on the sidelines for like 57 episodes. Give me a moment to shine, please. Yeah. Also, they, uh, her and Mr. Leonhardt lived next to a sewage spillway. Did you see that?
0: Yeah, that's pretty sad. I guess. It's like the world building, you know? And then says, I listen to you babble about screwing men and talking about the love of your life who had a very stupid bowl cut for four years. So this she is the least you that. can do for me.
1: I don't think she said that.
0: That's what she was thinking, though. She goes, by the way, there's... Oh, yeah. By the way, they are still on this horse, and there's a giant windmill in the background behind them. I love a good windmill okay i, I don't know think... where
1: you were going with a windmill but you just wanted to express yeah. your love for windmills i
0: love a good windmill and i think they do such a good job of it spinning in the show it, it spins like how a windmill should spin which is from the wind in a, in a circular formation
1: <laughs> I thought they really yeah. nailed the circular movement yeah good work animators. very
0: windy we see you guys. And it's awesome. And you know what's crazy? It's not even windy outside, but the footsteps have created wind patterns, oh, wow. which have then led to the windmill willing. It's wheeling. inertia. Just, 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 say awesome. nur- just say inertia. Yeah, it's inertia. It's inertia wheels.
1: Feeling good about this episode so far.
0: We didn't get Annie squishing a bug and saying, I didn't care if people lived or died, including grasshoppers. This is sad, though, being trained as a kid <laughs> yeah, Hold that on. was a very confusing this note. Bad, you had a This is a bad This note. was very this, pa- this was past uh, Annie. She wasn't stomping on bugs from atop a horse. Yeah, yeah, this was this is past Annie. But she saying she didn't care about if people lived or died. We saw her stomp on the grasshopper in part 1 as she was a little kid warrior candidate. But I said this is sad because she's being trained as a kid and she doesn't understand human emotions, emotions and values like I do. And it's just, you know, the fucked up ideals of war, man. War is bad. You know what I got from this? War is bad.
1: I'm having such a hard time
0: <laughs> keeping up with your morals this this half season. It's very <laughs> I just don't. Do you have any morals yourself? <laughs> I just I just want you to get to my part because
1: <laughs> I'm running out of gas with you tonight. You are you are wired up.
0: But that was until the morning she was leaving for the island as Mr. Leonhardt fell to his knees, pleading with her to please come back.
1: Yes! That's it a classic... failed
0: to his knees. That's please come back. That's a classic Phil feel. Forget about being a warrior or honorary Marlion, just come back to see me. And then she realized that he was her father and she was the daughter and she cares about him.
1: Dude, f- fuck this. <laughs> I like, man, this show is just, and then they, from then on, it's like they're playing it, like, all right, we showed you guys the backstory, we explained everything we needed to do, you need to be on the page of this uh, reunion between the two, because
0: they, everything's fine here. Here's no, Mr. That, Leonard is a piece of shit. You no, know, everyone is a piece of shit in this show, Ronnie, you're not, this is, you're, you're not taken from it. I just said, Mr. Woods, okay? right? right. Mr. Woods to his son, he created the greatest golfer of all time. Did he hit him with golf clubs occasionally? Yes. Okay, but he doesn't resent his father anymore because he became so great. And he resents
1: him because of the how much he cheated on his mother. That's
0: why he hates him, and that's why he decided to do all the, the affairs. Same yes, yes, that's what led him down a deep, dark path. We get that, but yeah, that's
1: your po- your point. So let me get this straight. Your point is Tiger Woods still loves his father, and that's why his life has been on such a correct course. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's if, always, Tiger, if Tiger Woods has got it figured out, by God, Annie Leonard will have it figured out well, as well. I'll tell you,
0: he has always been on a course. When he gets in a, when he gets into a vehicle, he is on a driving course yeah. because he is he is no, no, driving no, no. very fast. Some would argue that he drives off the course. He drives off course every time. Uh, but yeah, no, it's. it's I hope he's needs. doing well.
1: Love, best golfer of all time. Love to see what he's doing with his son.
0: Watch out for him. People deserve redemption, Ronnie, okay? And this is a sweet story of how they finally, at the end, they realized how bad Mm -hmm. they were. It's just like Grisha apologizing to Zeke. He realized he was a terrible father in the end, and it's going to be a sweet love story. Yeah. We're going to see them unite, hug. It's going to be awesome.
1: That's fine. I'll be there for it. I'm just going to need more of a, than a 20-second clip of Mr. Landhart not being a shitbag to
0: make me really come around to his side. Well, that, that's the thing. We didn't. We just got the training regiment. We didn't get them to see him feeding her or yeah. being nice. I'm sure there was some of that. Because if you
1: break it down into layman's terms, terms, it's essentially... Well, he did take her in, and then he, uh, for many, many years, he tortured her and forced her, her without any of her own opinions to do yeah. what he decided was necessary and then right before she went off to perhaps die he said come back I yeah. really care about you I don't care about
0: all the stuff that we've been working 14 years for she then realized that all she's done till now is fucked up and unforgivable but if he takes her back but if this takes her back to her father she'll do it all again mm-hmm. which is wild cause that was a lot of people you killed Annie <laughs> a lot of people sure was hitch thanks her but says even if you make it back it will just be rubble and a dead corpse that you get back to so uh good luck as we go to the calling card we're finally here ronnie it's almost your segment love it 45 minutes in let's get it calling card says rumbling
1: yeah, I mean, that's fair. We already I, know what it I, is. Yeah, we know what it we is. What we, is. It we don't is. have to spend too much time on it. All right, here we go. Second part of the
0: episode. Over hey, the, do you, oh, I mean, do you want to be done? Do you not want the listeners to just have love spilled all in their ear canals? I feel like you're just, like, wanting to get out of here. Oh, no. You okay. would be so wrong. Watch how my... Half takes 45 minutes. I'm excited for you to talk. Like, that's why. No, no, no. I've been ready for this. I'm excited to talk, too. I've been trying to. I I want to try and bring
1: the same energy that you did. I'm just going to try and not say as many controversial things. Over in Liberio, Mr. Browse. Oh, no, that's wrong. That's Mrs. Browse. No, well, he, uh, it was a devil blood. She's a devil blood. He didn't want anything to do with her. Miss Browse.
0: Miss Browse.
1: There you go. It was not Mr. It was not Mrs. She is Miss Browse, Mr. Leonhardt, and others. Wait, are,
0: huh? what? Miss Braun. You're going to the yes. to the Browse family. I was going to the Browse family, thank you. Which is technically pronounced the Blouse family if you get into the real analytics mm-hmm. of the story, which is just not very do just we want, stupid. Do we want to? That's like us being like, oh, you know what? We've messed up, guys, in season four. We're, gonna, we're yep. now going to be pronouncing it Gabby instead right. of Gabby, and that's just not happening. Yelena, hey. Yeah.
1: Yelena. No. Leave us alone. So over in Liberio, let me try this first note again. <laughs> Miss Braun, Mr. Leonhardt, and others are gathering around the gates to tell the Marley Guards what the deal is. But the Marley Guard, he's not easily fooled by this presumed ruse. Yeah. He's smelling a ruse, and he's not falling for it. Mr. Leonhardt comes up with a great solution, such as asking the other camps, but this Marlin is built for tough. He refuses to walkie-talkie over to the other camp, so instead he just cocks his gun, because if there's one thing we need at a time like this, it's unnecessary violence.
0: Yep. But he doesn't know. Give him credit where credit's due. He doesn't know. He's thinking, oh, these devil bloods, they just want to get outside of this gate Mm -hmm. and go enjoy a happy Mm -hmm. life where they're loved by everyone outside of the walls. Yeah
1: thankfully instead they decide you know what just arrest them all and i was thinking what does that even look like because they are essentially already in a prison (laughs) yeah
0: so what i mean does he mean like we're gonna go stab them and turn them into titans is there a prison inside the prison maybe he's literally meaning sending send them to paradise maybe so but it's a lot of extra titans you know what's sad about this though this is what i was thinking about karina um, Reiner's mom was saying like, "Oh, I knew this would happen." Talking about the daydream, right? Like we all knew this would eventually happen. If they oh, really, <laughs> if they do get stomped out and yeah. die, it's actually pretty sad because the whole time they're gonna be like, "We were right all along; those people were devils." But really, it's just like it's just Aaron doing this, yeah. And a few Jaegerists.
1: So, I mean, your take was if um
0: they all get stomped on and perished, that would be sad. No, no, no. It'd be sad that they never knew that... Like, if they know, and the end, if they find oh, out... Oh, I get what you're uh, saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It,
1: if they had not thought that those people were going to come over and kill them, and then they actually did get stomped yeah. on, it wouldn't have been as sad.
0: Yes. There wouldn't be a character development for Karina. Ron. Gotcha. Gotcha. I think that makes a lot of sense.
1: Thankfully, instead of uh, imprisoning them... Oh, well, no, I already said that. Mr. Leonhard, though, he has had enough... He th- No freedom is being taken away from him. He thinks about Annie, which sparks some rage inside of him, and he attacks the guard as we transition to a new scene with the sound of a gunshot. um, does,
0: Did he die? No. You know what's tough right there, though? If he really did, like, punch the guy or kick him, there's other guards there. There are other so guards. You, uh, they might just
1: beat him. I think he might just get a beating. Um, It would be... Although it would be pretty savage of this show to spend the first half uh, of this episode talking about Annie and then the the last third part of that part. You following me? Yep. Talking about her relationship with her father just to have him die off screen. That would be pretty epic. (laughs) But alas, we move forward to Keith Sadie's. He heard a gunshot. He's being bandaged up when some of the cowards that beat him up and were then saved by Keith himself. Come in to warn him that the Jaegerists yeah. are on the way. And Keith, you got to get out of here. His little tater tots come in. Nice. He's unfazed. He says there's no place for him anymore. He says the core of our military is dead. The Jaegerists will gain control of the island, and that the, those part of the old regime such as myself will be purged. This is a wise man.
0: This is God. A wise he's so man. wise.
1: He says, I'm too old to live in the mountains and shit outdoors anyway. <laughs> God, you're
0: goddamn right, Keith.
1: I mean, he's all about the old regime, but you think he's some barbarian that's going to shit outside? Yeah. No. If this guy doesn't have a roof over his head, he'll use an outhouse, sure.
0: Shitting outside is for bears and horses. You think
1: he's going to poo behind a tree? No, no, he's got too much respect for himself. He's, he'd rather die than do that. Go for- on. Forget it. They say, but if not for you, we'd be dead. Keith says, a fucking duh. Why do you think I did nothing and let a bunch of wimpy tots kick yep. my ass?
0: Yeah, we knew it. We knew Keith <laughs> would just go down like that. You, you don't think he could have fucking just, uh, just absolutely
1: baked the 20 yeah. wimpy tots that were coming after him? No, he just took it like a man. He tells them to protect themselves, fall into their ranks, but there might yep. come a day. This is my
0: cu- This is Chaz's quote of the day right here. Okay. okay, he says there may come a day for you to rise. Until then, try not to lose yourselves. And that's the challenge. That was, that was beautiful. That's the challenge. Why, wise old lad, and you know what, Keith, you're special. I know he had that whole episode of him saying that he's not special. I say that he is special. I love I that. Love
1: him. I love that. How long do you think
0: you could last? Before you lost yourself. Man, I... Well, I've told you before. If I could relate myself to anybody on the show, it would be Flock. And I think this guy might have lost himself already. Right. So you, so you think not, not long? Not very long. Okay, thank you for your honesty. I appreciate that. And let's be honest. I don't think
1: Flock ever was not lost. I mean, Keith is so... You're right. Keith is so badass. I don't want to talk about Flock right now because I'm talking about Keith. We cut over to Mikas and Armin, who is... Armin's heading to try and catch Connie. Mikasa doesn't understand this plan. She is not a believer. But Armin says he knows what he will say to Connie when he sees him. He goes on to say, I think Gabby is the key. And any chance of keeping Reiner and the cart in line depend on her. Do you understand his thinking here?
0: Walk me through it. What do you think? I, he does, At first I didn't really understand it, but then it did make sense. He's like well, if the whole world is actually going to get destroyed, we're all going to be stuck on this tiny island, including the cart in them. And he's like, we can't just be fighting on this island. The whole point of killing the world is to yeah. not fight. Yeah, I'm with you on yeah. all that. And what about the Gabby aspect? you think she's the she's the key? I think so. I mean, he they've obviously they spent a lot of effort and time trying to save her, so he's probably thinking if they're going to take that much time to save these two kids, if they're on our side too, we can maybe form a little form a little uh, crew together. Yeah, fair
1: enough. I love that. I just wanted to give you a moment to shine. I think you I think you're shining bright.
0: Like a diamond. Oh, that song. Okay. Did you see what he said he would tell Connie? Did are you about to get to that or is it
1: Um, yes, I do. He says he will tell Connie that maybe his mom should stay as an upside-down titan. <laughs> I said,
0: "Whoa." All right here. Okay. Arn, I thought you know, I thought he was going to go with maybe your mom should yeah. stay as the crippled titan, Jeez. but he went the politically correct
1: route. Well, I guess if that's politically correct, guy gets a new haircut and starts uh, acting different. The upside down titan. Okay. Jeez. He says, see you, Mikasa, and walks towards the door, but Mikasa says, what about me? She's like, I've got one thing I've always known to do, and that's protect Aaron. What else do I do? You got to tell me. He says, help Jean and think about it for yourself. First moment there where I'm like, whoa, Armin, take it easy. Figure it out for yourself. What? Chill. Hey, this is Aaron's whole point. She didn't do anything wrong. At the dinner table, this was what Aaron was talking about. Some are followers, some are leaders,
0: okay? Followers shouldn't be disgraced just because they're followers. No, she can be a follower, but here's the thing. When you're a follower, sometimes your leaders are going to be out of hand. You're not going to know what to do. They're not going to lead you. And they're not going to tell you what to do, mm-hmm. and you've got to take action
1: yourself. Armin could have been nicer. All right. Okay. How many times has Armin just told Mikasa without her being like, "What do you want me to do? What to do?" And so all she's doing is like, "Oh, you always have a plan." She, he could have said, "Mikasa, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I'm at a loss right now. You're gonna just just <sighs> did go you not, to Jean and figure it out." Instead, did you hear how tired he, gave, he was. He gave her some attitude. All right. Did you hear? How and tired I love Armin, but. Check yourself, all right? He said this he could is his s- best. This is his best girl. And this was only the first time, all right? He's getting ready to raise his voice to her like wow. I'm raising my voice to you right now, and it's unacceptable. And this is this is weird. Usually you're the Armin simp. I think I'm on Armin's side right here. I mean, I love Armin, but dude, all right? Just because you were some know-it-all and just had Aaron figured out, even though you hadn't talked to him properly in like four years, it felt like, don't doesn't mean just because you're wrong here it means you can start taking it
0: out on Mikasa. Well, was he necessarily wrong, or did he realize, like I and many other individuals no. in this space, that there was no other choice? No,
1: he was very wrong. Okay? I don't know what you're arguing about. He said. There was no other he,
0: choice. He, he smiled and
1: went, oh, Aaron's uh, just taking some of the Titans to go stomp out the uh, the global alliance. And what then he that? went, and th- he might have even said, he might have looked, he goes, oh, wait, all the other walls
0: are down. Maybe I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> He goes, that's odd. I think that was his exact words. That's odd. <laughs> that's odd. Maybe I was wrong. Yeah. I see where you are, though. I, I completely agree if, uh, with your logic that you should just stay on the island and wait for the rest of the world to kill you.
1: Once again, never said that was what's happening. Don't know why you keep talking about it. We're going to duel, all right? <laughs> We're going to have a duel. Because you're making me angry. Um, but no, see, Armin, he could have surpassed this moment, right? Right. Because Mikasa, she didn't really... she was, Her mind was busy. She didn't pick up on the fact that she, he snapped at her a little bit. So then she pushes it even more. She says, asked about Eren. And that makes him snap. He, yeah. start, he raises his tone, all right? He says, Hanji and the captain might be dead. Flock might paint... Paint? Flock, <laughs> Flock might paint a beautiful drawing. <laughs> Flock might paint a painting that changes everything. No, he says, Flock might point a barrel at our heads. Annie might be awake now. The military has fallen apart. Keith might have to go take shits in the woods. It's chaos out here. It's chaos. <sighs> he goes on. Historia might be in danger. The volunteers, the Ass and Machitos, Nicolo. Did I mention Keith living in a cabin in the woods? They are
0: all at risk. <laughs> Dude, the Ass and Machitos. I completely forgot that these people are still alive and they have a flying boat. And Armin cares about them. He cares about them. What? <laughs> He cares about him, and dude, I'll repeat it again. They have a flying boat that we have not, for some reason, talked about since it happened because they showed it for five seconds in one episode like 30 episodes ago, and then it was just nothing.
1: I don't even remember what you're talking about,
0: but I'm just, yeah, they did.
1: They had a tar- the yeah. flying
0: boat with the tarp on it. Yeah, they sure
1: did. I s- yeah, flying boat saw it. I remember it. You don't remember that? No, I, re- I did. I remember actually okay. We talked about it. Flying boat. Everyone remembers the flying boat got a tarp on it yeah that scene was crazy in arcane when they had that flying boat
0: okay um you know what makes this bad though this how i used to be like this with my obviously mika says not armin's girl but when she gets sad here i used to always like spit out logic like armin is right now to my girlfriend and you know raise my voice and she'd get all sad and then try to make me feel bad for spitting out logic yeah and raising the tone of my voice it was a tone thing and then you have to, and then you start to feel bad, and you're like, you know what? I should just leave because I shouldn't feel bad because everything I said was correct, and I'm always right. So, how is that relationship going, by the way? Uh, it's, it ended pretty badly. Uh, did it? Yeah. Cliff notes or don't want to get into it? Still too much pain? I think she found somebody else that well, didn't talk to her like that.
1: Uh, I'll give you my cliff notes, everyone. That part is not true. <laughs> How long ago did that end?
0: That's the last time I talked to her was f- five years ago.
1: All right, cool. Let me keep you updated. Armin says he doesn't have time to think about Aaron. He then realizes he's yelling at our uh, best girl Mikasa, and as if oh sorry, as if enough wasn't on his mind, he says Irwin wouldn't have snapped at you like that. I know the answer now. I was the wrong person to be brought back to life. The old bait and switch. He started feeling bad, so he's like, you know what? I'm going to make you feel bad. This was really interesting. <laughs> like yeah. Because I had kind of just taken it for what it was at this point. You know, As far as Armin being the one to chose chosen, I still think about Erwin all the time and just what a character he was. But as far as the decision, I hadn't thought about it. But if you put yourself in Armin's shoes... I'm sure he feels like he has done nothing to justify his spot in life at the moment.
0: Cause what, think about it. He hasn't done anything since then. Productive wise that we've seen. Besides, I mean, I guess he did the one thing in Liberia to take out the Navy. But but if you think about that,
1: Irwin would have been the colossal Titan, could have done the same exact Mm -hmm. thing. So I'm sure he writes it off that way. As far as like his own,
0: and, his own thought, and, and we know too that what's sad about this is he's always kind of thought like this. Like he's said something before with like flock at the uh, the ceremony, but this is this is a bad time for Armin's insecurities to come back out. It's very bad.
1: So we cut over to Fred. He seems to think that Connie's going to have Fred. second thoughts about feeding Falco to his crippled mother. Uh, Niccolo tells Armin he's going to stay. With uh, the Browse family as Brouse their family. personal chef, did you hear that part? He's going to be their personal chef. Yeah, that's wonderful. Kaya and Gabby—they have a nice moment. Kaya shits on the name Gabby, but then they hug it out. Yeah, uh, she, said, she says
0: she says Gabby should be Gabby.
1: Yeah, it should be Gabby for sure. One of the young gentlemen, fathered by Fred, popped a boner during this hug. I don't know if you saw that. He's been off our radar, but this young lad has been in the background perving on Gabby this whole time. I think. Who? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's got you fooled. He does. You know, there's more. There's more kids in this little orphanage that Fred's got running. The three kids that were. there? And I believe one of the young men
0: has recently bloomed. Oh, the one with the glasses. And he's popping some bonies. I'm sure of it. He might have a little crush on her, man. That would be sweet if the story ended with Gabby getting with him instead of Falco. What's going to be weird is it is, like I said, basically an
1: <laughs> orphanage. Kaya's not actual his sister. It's going to be one of those weird... Ooh. Oh, yeah. What are you doing, stepbrother?
0: Well, think about it. That's kind of the, the Aaron and Mika said dilemma, too. Except I've never shipped them, you know? So, oh, okay. Even when he said, "I'll wrap that scarf around you from now until
1: forever," you I mean, that wasn't that? that wasn't sexually charged? That was a friendship charge thing. How many times have I wrapped a scarf around you? Huh? Huh? A lot. And how many times have we fornicated? Just a Probably. couple. May <laughs> didn't mean anything. Elsewhere. What about that time where he stabbed? Elsewhere. <laughs> let's not talk about it right now. Flock is shooting guys through their hands. <laughs> Flock is a fucking <laughs> savage, bro. This guy is a savage. I do like the idea of shooting someone through a hand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like what you see a lot of times is like kneecapping someone, maybe on the foot, or like I said, on the knee. You don't see the good old-fashioned hand hole through the
0: hand. It's the classic trick, too. He said high five, put his hand up like he was going to slap the dude's hand and it really soon as he got smoothly yeah as soon as he got pulled it up he just pulled out the, mm-hmm. the gun
1: Jean doesn't like this one bit but flock he's feeling himself and that is always dangerous he um he plops his fire crotch of a cock out onto the table for the volunteers to see because he's yes, going to do whatever it takes to
0: show them that he is in charge now and poor yelena is still just sitting in a chair looking down at the ground was
1: she in this scene? She was, yeah.
0: She's in the scene. She is not moved from that
1: spot. Look at me when I tell you this. Didn't see her. All right. We watched it multiple times. Did not see her. Because I don't care. <laughs> she's very sad. I really wanted Jean to pound Flock in the face right now, but good thing he doesn't. He yeah, is outnumbered. Not... He's, you know, he's more calm than I would be in this moment. And
0: I'm actually shocked that Flockcock is not being more hostile toward Jean. I'm not because he's just being this
1: arrogant prick right now. Okay, that's not name calling. He's swimming in it. Flock says that Aaron told him this plan ten months ago to use Zeke to control the Founder's power. (laughs) Bullshit! (laughs) Bullshit! Call bullshit!
0: How how obvious has it been from the beginning that this Flock Forrester was in the works of obtaining the Founding Titan himself for that long? I've called this from the beginning. I'll let you have your moment. I think everyone knows this.
1: Aaron did not do that. Okay?
0: Oh, okay. So Aaron didn't talk with him, even though Flock just said that. Okay. like Flock would lie. Okay.
1: (laughs) Aaron did not tell him anything about this. He gives him the chance to join the Eldian. Actually, literally, uh, Flock gave him a jacket one time. Flock was like, hey, hot. you want to get a bite to eat sometime? And Aaron said, maybe. That is the only thing I'm 100% confident that Aaron actually ever told Flock.
0: How cool is that scene?
1: Flock gives him a chance to join the Eldian Empire. Okay.
0: Speaking of that scene, did you lose some money? <laughs> Hi. So I emailed the team, per se. <laughs> okay. And they said, you can get a refund. But it will eventually get shipped. If you'd like to wait it out, you can wait it out. Or you could ask for a refund right now. Okay. And I just said, whatever. I'm just going to wait it out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to wait it out. Because I then looked on Crunchy. Yeah. And there's another pre-order set. And it says, won't be shipped till April. And I'm like, so everything's backed up. I was like, I might as well just wait it out. See if I eventually get it. Would
1: you like to set the over and under for when we might receive this? Yeah.
0: The, uh, I'd say the date.
1: The June date? 1st. June 1st? I'm going, okay. And at this point, would you like to disclose any of this information about what we've been talking about for the past two minutes to the people listening and very frustrated? No. All right. It's a real dick move, but I think we had fun doing it. Sorry about that, everyone. Um... I talked about Flock shooting the guy in the hand. Where else are we? He says, I'll give you a chance to join the Yaldian Empire. Yeah, he tells these fools how it really is. Mm -hmm. Mr. Hole in Hand speaks up, says, screw you, asshole. That was my quote of the week, (laughs) telling Flock, screw you, asshole. He then then evolves into Mr. Hole in Head because Flock shoots him about four times right in the noggin. He unloads the clip on him. Yeah. Okay. And I cannot
0: imagine they have a whole lot of bullets, so this is just foolish. And this is where I put right here. First off, he killed him already, and then he unloads a clip on him while he's dead. Why are you wasting bullets? I mean, that's okay, Flock. You're proving a point right here. But I also put that Flock might be a problem. Yeah. We take a look at Jean, whose
1: whole vibe at this moment is basically just, fuck this day. Yeah. I just want to go to sleep and try a brand new start tomorrow, you know? Good lord. So much has happened. This whole season has been
0: one day. It has. <laughs> Have it you has. stopped and thought about that? God, they literally started fighting in the morning and now we're getting closer to night. Yeah. That's insane. So, Flock
1: turns to the volunteers and says, Isn't submission much better than dying like this? Uh, Mikasa enters from the stairway. She asks Jean, what's going on. Really not the time, but we—I'll let it slide because I just love her so much. You know, yeah. take the temperature of the room. Vox says Aaron is solving the problems outside the island. I'll wipe out the rest resentment within it. He says mm-hmm. after barely surviving it four years ago, it's finally with, uh, within our grasp—freedom.
0: And when he said that, that's when I said, "My by God!" Did mm-hmm. I add another F to this guy's name? And this is the quintuplet F or the f f Future Freedom Founder Flock Forrester, okay?
1: He's got a new nickname now. Speaking of this moment, it was also the moment where I've never seen you look like more of a bitch when you turned to me and said, hey, pause it. You then got out of your spot from the couch, uh, stood up, swiped it, said, hey, hit um, clear out the pause screen, where it was a, we landed on a shot of Flock with the subtitle just saying freedom, where then you did not just take the picture. You sat down on a uh, what ottoman is that what those ottoman, are called? Yeah. And um, then made sure that the lighting was correct. Tapped your phone to make sure it was focused and framed, and then took a picture of it. I did. I did.
0: I thought he looks cool right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I did put right here though. What
1: you- <laughs> What's funny is you said you think he looks cool. Next line in my notes. He looks so fucking dumb with that headband on top of his so hair. <laughs> okay, high he foot looks
0: here. So stupid. In all seriousness, though, <laughs> what getting into the meat and potatoes of this, they do a very good job of making this scene very creepy and uncomfortable with saying the word freedom. Um, obviously, when somebody says freedom, a lot of times you think it's inspirational, and it's uh, you're like, "Oh, that's sweet. I want to, I want to obtain freedom." This right here is the type of freedom that doesn't sound very good.
1: Um, this is the worst episode we've ever done. It's going on way too long, I feel like, but I do want to double back. You said it was creepy because of the use of the word freedom, right? It's not because of flock. No, well, flock using mm-hmm. the word freedom and the tone behind <sighs> yeah. it. Yeah. I could get behind you with the word freedom and how it's being used, but I was not, I should have probably been stressed. I was not stressed at all because I can't take flock seriously. Well it feels evil. Did you not get the evil vibe from it?
0: Well, I mean he is evil,
1: but he's also well, a clown. No. Did you see did you see
0: how the band is wrapped <laughs> around his hair? It. But this whole world has been doing evil stuff, Ronnie, so you can't you can't entirely blame him. That it. is the tenth time
1: you've said that this episode? Okay. And that well, argument because I feel like you're going after Flock a little too hard. Quit making that same point. Okay. It's too easy. Okay. Alright? It won't hold up in court and I refuse oh, yeah. it. There won't be a court. I deny it from this podcast. Because it'll be stopped on. Um. All right, where am I at? I was. My note was that Flock looked ridiculous. I'm trying to figure out where I said that in my notes. Oh, yeah, he looks so fucking dumb with the headband. He does have a memory on him, though. He says, John, didn't you want a comfy lifestyle in the interior as an MP? <laughs> and it was at that time when he said that, I did, I was like, whoa, I can't believe he remembers that. And second of all, John should have been like, you were in my class? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I I liked it because what? He only joined the scouts as an urgent recruit. So he probably was in like the garrison or something. I guess. No one knew who this guy was.
1: No. Fox says, go back to being the old John. Reckless,
0: annoying, and cheeky. I mean, we've been saying for a long time that John does kind of have some cake on him.
1: Could you? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's what he meant, but because I was getting ready to say, would you ever? I feel like I would be getting mad as he started saying that. And as soon as someone called me cheeky, yeah, I would just be like, so what?
0: That's what, that's what John said. What did you just call me?
1: Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if I've talked about this on one of our uh, podcasts before. The thing that made me the most mad that everyone, anyone ever said to me, you were there, someone says, you know, that's what I like about you, Ronnie. You're consistent. We were sitting uh, on the uh, second or third deck at a Braves game. We were sitting front row. And for a second, I thought I was going to shove that guy off the terrace. I really did. Because what the fuck does that mean? You're damn right I'm consistent.
0: God, he got you so good.
1: (laughs) I'll never forget that. Fuck that guy. But I also, I love this scene. Do you know why? Because Flock's in it? No, because it made me start looking forward to the moment that Jean kills or imprisons this stupid
0: prick. I don't think Flock, like I said, he might get the founder in the future. I don't think he'll die. I'm going to make a bold prediction saying that he doesn't die.
1: Okay. All right. Jean says, what did you call me? As Anya Capone walks by and the two of them meet eyes, Jean gasps in kind of a weird way. What did you think of anything here? God, that's- I was so ready
0: to ask you this question. Because yeah. I, that's... Yeah, i didn't capone, want to be asked
1: the question because i don't have an explanation so i asked you it
0: this is the only thought i have Anya capone is kind of giving john that look like don't fall into this bullshit of what that guy's saying mm. we'll take him down later
1: god i love your mind so beautiful is that's that what ex- you kind think of that's thought? exactly what happened yeah because they're not in any position to have some grandiose plan it's got to just be like Anya capone and with his eyes saying keep your cool buy your time all right mm-hmm. and this guy's clearly unhinged yeah we're not out of this yet. He's like,
0: John, if I know about how to deal with unhinged people, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm the best case. For yeah. Me. I've dealt dealt with an unhinged woman, mammoth of a woman for years, for years. You and can do and she's it for she's
1: staring into blank space, sitting in a chair in a scene that only Chaz chart saw her. Yeah. No one else did, but he's so immersed into the episode. He saw her flock lies again, or no. Mikasa then lies. says, yeah. Mikasa says, what happened to Levi and Hanji? And Flock lies again, says, they were killed
0: by Zeke. Now, he might have actually thought that Levi was dead, though. So.
1: Yeah, but in no way, shape, or form was he killed... By Zeke? Um, by Zeke, because I don't think he thought... Oh, well, I see what you're saying. He yeah. thought he was actually dead?
0: He thought maybe Levi was actually dead, but he knew Hanji wasn't. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He was like, they're getting away. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, he, he said they're getting away. He
0: told them to, they chased him with horses. They had a couple Jaeger dotards chase them with horses. Those and were shit. some
1: Jaeger dotards yeah. for sure.
0: I mean, come on. You think yeah. they're really going to hit them riding a horse?
1: There's no He's way they- just. Uh, I mean, all this is going to unravel on him. He's just throwing out lies everywhere to try and keep okay. whatever power he has. Oh, Aaron told me this. Oh, they're killed by Zeke. Wait until <laughs> Hanji... And- and one-eyed Levi come strutting up and change the whole okay. thing.
0: I might have to. I'm and I'm being dead serious here. So well, don't look at me in my eyes. I'm okay. looking at you. I think that he actually did have a talk with Aaron. The reason I think this is because, okay, I said from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think I said this the preview of this season. Why does Flock? We can tell what Flock's goals are. Why is he following Aaron if Aaron hasn't told him that he wasn't going to do the euthanization plan? So I think that Aaron did say, "All right, you're going to be the future founder. Here's the plan from until then." And told him this whole spiel and he might even like he might have told him you're going to be the future founder, but that's a straight up lie, like mm-hmm. just to get him to this point. Okay. Now do I think Aaron actually likes Flock? No.
1: All right, that's fair. So that's your explanation, my explanation as to why I think you're wrong and I don't think Aaron did okay. is I think flock would have this uh this spot or this power or whatever he's trying to do and follow aaron purely based off the fact that i think he was on the island of paradise going absolutely crazy being like why are we not taking the fight to them and aaron was the only one who actually did that put the entire place in a spot to attack marley okay. and when he saw that and he came back and he saw heard other people being like hey why are they locking him up and they, they he's realized like, he was like what the fuck yeah that guy's the only one trying to do yeah. anything he's like the strongest one here so that's why he fell in line and then he's like i'll talk to this guy the entire time yeah i think that's all it took. Like, because i think if aaron did have a uh, conversation with him and told some of the things that you think he did i think flock would have nutted his pants and wow. he looks like he's been nutting his pants that guy's full of so much anger i don't think he's nutted in quite some time so, what are we talking about here? Yes, the sun has just about fully set now. Name the episode Sunset. Where we cut to two lads, just two dudes riding on the same horse. It's not that it's wrong, it just isn't right.
0: Yeah. You know what but, I mean? And well, one of them a kid, so I don't like that you're saying that about a little 12-year-old, but I see what you're saying, yeah. And it's not that it's wrong,
1: it just isn't right.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. Falco says... I appreciate you helping me, but aren't we still going north? See, sunset is uh, that way. and Which led me to this very fun question that I've got. What
0: direction does the sun set in, Chadley? Sun sets in the east. Rises in the, e- or rises in the east, sets in the west.
1: Oh, I'm trying to sleep before you can get the right answer. You got it right okay. that second time.
0: Rises in the east, sets in the west. I knew it all along. Uh, so much fun. But So he's like... He's very uh, compassed out, compassed awareness. Yeah, as you think about it, it's still. Is that in your notes? Sometimes uh,
1: you say things, and I want. I'm like, is he riffing off of what I said, or did he actually put in his notes that Falco's very compassed awareness?
0: I did put that in my notes. I was and like, oh, and how's it
1: spelled? Say how it's actually spelled, because there's no way
0: you put compassed awareness in your notes. <laughs> okay, I put. I put. How does he know? so well where the north is because my whole point is the sun rises in the east sets in the west right but how that's tough that's difficult to decipher <laughs> where the north and south are right
1: in a world where every car doesn't tell you which direction you're going in and your phone doesn't do it for you i think every kid in town knew their north and south okay. exploring in woods you know i think it's very common that <laughs> they would have taught him about the now it's a lot to remember there are four
0: directions <laughs> well, well think about it think about it if he's looking at the sun right and it's and it's uh setting you know, right i mean now,
1: never eat soggy waffles dude you don't think Falcon It's knows? setting in the west mm-hmm.
0: so then you would have to you're saying which way is north yeah i'm trying to think uh, now i'm trying to remember the scene as if they even did the if they even did it properly did they even animate this properly oh
1: that i don't i wasn't paying attention to okay. that i mean did you see the windmill earlier I would not question these animation that's, teams you're right, right. Now. I'm you're pretty right. sure
0: they did a correct job. They, they did a beautiful job, guys. We love Mappa. Yeah, this guy's compassed out.
1: But there, I think there could still be... I'm trying to think. There would still be some uh, deciding which one's north, which one's south. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm trying to say. Because
0: you can decide... Obviously, you know the east and west. You're like, now oh, now that's west. Decipher. This one's
1: east. But is this one north or is this one south? Yeah. Right. I I would explain that off as... They know that chaos is going down in the south, so he must be like, uh, okay, oh, yeah, okay we're going, going
0: good point. north. Good point. Because <laughs> I forgot that Shiganshina is like the southern southern part, too. Yeah, so they a lot
1: of talk. I mean, the Colossals are marching south. Yeah. That's where the airships are. Makes Stay sense.
0: Stay away from the south.
1: Um, so Connie, whose flaccid cock is jamming itself into Falco's backside, says, it's fine. We're just putting us further away from danger down south. He
0: says, I'll take you to yeah. a hospital for your amnesia. He said, don't worry about me riding behind you. Aaron has undone all the hardening. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He says, don't worry. You're riding on the horse. I'm riding on you, but we're fine. We're going to take care of that amnesia so you can forget about all of this. He says, I'm a soldier. It's only natural that I help out. God, what a dick. And in his inner monologue, he thinks about his family and says, I can still bring back my mom, just a little bit longer. Falco interrupts and says, thank you, Connie. You've uh, really went out of your way just for me. As he thinks to himself, thank goodness
0: Connie is such a nice person, but I really need to get back south. And Connie's parents too. It shows his parents for a flash. Connie like lived a very normal life. Mm-hmm. I know we make fun of the guy, but he did have like a normal family and stuff, so it does kind of suck.
1: He was in a village. I would so much prefer growing up in one of those villages than just in the walls. Like 100%. Um, Falco, still in his own mind, says, I remember up until meeting Gabby and Colt, but what happened after that? And this made me sad because does that mean he doesn't remember telling Gabby, Gabby he loves, loves her? her?
0: Yes, that's what I first thought. I was like, that's gonna be Aww. so. Maybe, maybe he like doesn't love her. Maybe that was like a spur of the moment. Thing. I mean, he was in dude, which Gabby's gonna remember.
1: So yeah. now it's gonna give her a chance to reciprocate the feelings, or it's gonna be like I am with girls when we just I don't acknowledge it because I'm awkward, you know. Yep. That's a good way to do it. That might be what happens as well. Um, but he thinks, plus, I feel like I've seen Connie before, but if he doesn't recognize me, maybe I haven't. And see, that that's kind of where it first goes to black. And I want to say before we get to this last part of the episode, you can already see it on Connie's face. The power yeah. of save Falco at all costs is already starting yeah. to creep in.
0: When a kid is being that nice and innocent, oh my god! Yeah, really? oh god! Because it's, he's gonna be thinking about his little siblings too, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be like, "Well, my mom's not gonna want me to kill a kid nope. to save her." Nope, she would actually probably be pissed.
1: Can you imagine yeah. having to sit down with Connie's mother and being like, "All right, you have the yeah. p- power of one of the nine titans, and <laughs> <laughs> and we need you, yeah. a very untrained housewife." To put your life on the line to go and stop Dr. Genocidal
0: Galapagos. Yep. She'd and be like, what the fuck, Connie? And you've got 13 <laughs> years to live with your son. Just your one son. Your husband and kids are gone. So, end of episode. Not so fast, though. McGath and peak
1: they're okay. Alright? right. Mm-hmm. They're watching all of this chaos take place. They say there's nothing left to do to stop it. But McGath, who... Listen, if anything ever happened to Keith Sadie's, and I hate myself for even bringing up that idea, because I'm not ready for it to happen, and if it does happen, no one talks to me for a couple weeks, okay? Mm-hmm. What I will do to try and get that Keith Sadie's fix that I so desperately crave, I would look to McGath. Yes. Because McGath says, we will still fight to the bitter God, end.
0: I... I have, for the past whatever episodes, when he was just popping domes mm-hmm. in that canon, I was like, this guy's a fucking badass. Yeah. I'm now all he, about him. He's not Keith to the fullest
1: extent he's because not. he says things such as, crisis averted. Yeah. When the he crisis clearly has not been averted, but he does also
0: say things like, we will fight to the bitter end, and that makes me want to run through walls. Yes. Okay? Okay? Uh, when he just stared down Aaron in that canon and said... We don't need your we don't need your head anymore. Just give us your spinal fluid. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, badass! We then get Chathamate. Oh. Mate. <laughs> Hanji's Hanji. saying it. Hello. Oh, I love a good Chata in in anime. It's just so beautiful, especially coming from Hanji's voice. And This is cool. Peek. She still she. Outside of the cart, but, still but she's connected. still
1: connected, so she just sprints up to it real quick with mouth agape,
0: And she's like, whoa. And, and Magath's still riding her. Yeah. This like, is so adorable. They're a cute... They're not a couple, because you know why? I'm shipping Magath and Hanji. <gasps> <gasps> I'm just shipping it, dude. Wow. I'm shipping it. Keith, we already know the, the, the turmoil between Hanji and Keith. I want Keith to find him another lady. Okay? That's... It's, what's done in the past is done. Move on, Keith. You're a special man. You're going to find you a great woman before you go you out think? in style. I'm he's going to go out in style. Okay? If anything's going mean, to happen to Keith. Not, he's not going
1: out. He's not going out.
0: If anything does, though, he's going out in style. But Magath and Hanji, the two commander generals of the army, I've watched. What, not a, what a power couple. Power couple, man.
1: Hey, move over, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian okay we've got theo and Hanj, okay theo and zoe yeah Is, what was their what would their couple name be i think um Haggith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it maganji
0: oh, okay if we're shipping then yeah who does peak get the ship with
1: um, me. I, I'm sorry. I mean, that—that's she's an animated character. That's not possible. Yeah, I mean, she's a drawing. So. Peak. Um, who would, dude? I don't know if there's any good suitors. Let's think about it. my <laughs> beloved Hanji. I think this though. is our longest episode of the
0: season. Let's That's slow fine. down and think about it yeah. for a second. You know, like I, I'm just gonna reiterate, my beloved Hanji. By the way, since we're
1: like just him. off top, remember I'm not gonna be at work tomorrow. Okay, I've got that doctor's appointment okay. I told you about. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for telling. Just let everyone on the podcast know. Three yet, day weekend for the Ronster. What about Jean? No, no no no. Fuck you. Yeah, I will die in my grave. Die in my grave. <laughs> oh god. Hopefully I'll die before I <laughs> yeah. reach my grave, you know? Jean and Mikasa. Alright? I, I still
0: think Aaron and Mikasa deserve a <laughs> <ending>. <laughs> fuck that. No They deserve a happy now what ending. dude, why
1: are you doing this? You've been so goofy this uh, this episode in particular, I know for a fact, I could go and go through the archives and find where you and I were on team Jean and Mikasa. No, I think that's a good
0: alternative ending. Okay? <laughs> but, but, when Aaron went through his memories with Zeke, and we see him sitting there about to cry mm-hmm. when he's putting the scarf around Mikasa for the first time, yeah. that brought everything back to me. That brought all of my feelings back yeah. to my heart. I just don't... No, it's just not healthy
1: for Mikasa, all right? It's not healthy. Oh, I mean, I guess Aaron is long Do you gone. have any other better options? Or we did we fail and we have to Peak, think later? Okay, uh, not Connie. Connie's no, a one. No, that's what my first thought was Then I went, no. Who would you... But Connie, I mean, he does deserve someone. I guess, uh, but he but doesn't who? deserve her, not her. Louise. Connie can have Louise. Yeah. We haven't seen her in a while. She might Flock. be dead. Well, she might be dead.
0: Maybe. Flocked. <laughs> Flock can have. Uh. Flock is definitely ending up with a man, and that that man's name is Aaron Yeager. There's some we gotta really break this down. <laughs> we need to do an episode,
1: yes, where we just talk for 45 minutes and break down all because, the ships. because we've already
0: got the obviously the armin and annie that's the strongest ship. one yeah it's the biggest one for sure um we got that and then theo and han gabby Hanji. and falco gabby and falco we get in that's a lot obviously. of trouble i say it every time
1: talking about young girls and their crushes but we will ship those two i don't oh, have any i don't even i won't even say we got to be careful with
0: that no that's they're beautiful beautiful people
1: all right and what was i okay so you yeah, have in the middle of this last note that this note right here it's taking 15 minutes levi and Peak. Mm. oh, wait a second, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah, I could see her you in the older, man. You she know yeah. she's in peak, first of all. She's a shorty. She seems like a real game player. She doesn't care about the short thing. All right. Well, because Levi would be taller than her, because I think she's even shorter than him. Second of all, that's pretty presumptuous. Second of all, I think she just digs that, like, monotone bad boy yes. vibe that's yes. also
0: secretly, like, sweet yeah because he secretly has the biggest heart in the show.
1: They're the perfect mix of like opposites attract but also they have enough similarities to stay together. Like I feel like Peak, I feel like she's kind of messy. Levi's going to, you know, keep the house in order. Mhm. Um, you know, Levi's kind of a you know, he can be like a little bitchy about things. Peak is more easygoing, go I think they'd just be beautiful together. I love that. Wow. Love that thank you for thinking that yep you're welcome all right back to this last note <laughs> it is really the thorn in our sides we then get hansi saying hello she says don't eat me and then she also says don't worry about that guy over there he is a harmless fellow who refuses to die what a great
0: line that's an awesome line and he and is see, just
1: he's down pretty bad we see him it's and this does not fall under the category of bandage around the head because there is a lot of bandaging yeah. going on.
0: It's not looking... It's essentially three-fourths of his face. It's going to be sad if he can't fight anymore, but as long as he's alive and with us, I'll be happy.
1: I agree. I agree. That's the end of the, the episode. Of the episode. Okay. Um, anything else you really want to say here?
0: I think you I think got all out of me. A little amped up today, but I got it Fancy. all out. No,
1: I love it, love it. I, this was our worst worst one we've ever done yet. Yeah, but top three. I had a lot of fun, so it was fun. I'm looking forward to
0: next week. Um, hey, and guys, we're at 197 subscribers on YouTube. Are we, we are really three away from that 200 milestone? Oh, I love that.
1: You, anytime you're close, you can really play on people's emotions to go and get. Get us to two hundred. Get us to two hundred. Do we get a plaque? I think from we YouTube? might. I think. Let me check. But I'm pretty sure you do get a plaque <laughs> for
0: getting <laughs> to,
1: to two hundred subscribers. <laughs> That is good. Be... I, I always hear. You ever watch those YouTube channels when someone gets a million subscribers and they're like it took YouTube seven months to get me this plaque? Yeah, they're like, I'm at three million now. How long is it gonna take to get us our two hundred <laughs>
0: subscriber plaque?
1: I mean, no one listens on YouTube. That's why we're not there yet. I mean, a lot of people do. Uh, all right. But no, seriously, subscribe, follow us on Twitter, at Podcast Chronic. Join the Discord. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. You better do it. Do it. I've been Ronnie. I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.